Hey everybody, it's Tuesday. You're joining us for the Square Time Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Finley. And I am the other guy, Tom Buell. You're reaching back into the confines of May 9th, 2017, and we're going to be talking about Gears of War 4. 25 years after our world was ripped apart from the inside, we had peace. But then, those we loved were taken from. And everything changed. Day. The fourth gears, fifth gears, fifth gears. I always forget about ju- judgment. It technically, is the fifth one, and we yes. we wanted to make this a May the fourth episode, but it's not Our a Tuesday. Biweekly schedule does not like accommodate for that. Exactly, it's <laughs> most certainly not a Tuesday. Um, nope. So let's uh, let's talk about our our love for gears, or lack thereof. Yeah, well, I oh, first off, I want to say right now, just in the interest interest of full disclosure, I am in in the process for interviewing for a Microsoft Game Studios position. So take my opinion as you will, knowing that I am not don't have the position, but I am in the process for interviewing for it. And we hope Tom gets this job, but this podcast probably won't help. It's the moral of the story. Uh, they liked it. It was part of like, can you do public speaking? I'm like, podcasting? They're like, that counts. <laughs> that counts. Yep, it most certainly does. This is uh, this is that practice route for it, for sure. Yes. Um, for me, uh, Gears War 1 and 2 were my bread and butter for quite some time. Um, as we've talked about before, I'm a big Halo 2 fan. And when Halo 3 came out, I I fell off of it pretty hard after. Really, it was Halo 3 that. Yeah, you everybody off. loves that game, and I I, yeah, uh, uh, BR. It's all about the BR. Uh, it that is the best gun. So. Yeah, exactly. So I would always. So I I stuck. Pretty hard with Gears of War one and two, and enjoyed them immensely. I never got to play three. Or you, you never played three? I uh, at lunch I watched a entire cutscene montage. Oh, like the Gears of War the movie on YouTube or whatever. Yep, that's what I did for three. Um, I I don't. Yeah, I just I had to see what the heck. I I knew um, somebody died. Um, oh yeah, my boy Dom. Yeah, I had to see that what happened. I knew he did. Uh, I got it spoiled. Yeah, the 360 broke when we were back in college. So, oh, okay. When that happened, I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna buy a new one." Uh, didn't have yeah. the fundage for that. Uh, I remember those days. Yeah. And so I think I like I just met you when that game came out. Pretty much. Or was that a year after? Was it? I think it might have been a year after. Because I think. Yeah. yeah. I think we were playing. Uh, so yeah, we've got between us like well, there is a history with this franchise. I thought yeah. it was going to be like a really a nice easy ten hour game to uh yeah. to to enjoy this and I got I I have to be honest I got stuck playing uh an uh, another older game 
I I played a lot of Pikmin three. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I did you finish Gears four? I finished it. In you finished it. In terms of playing through Act Five, Chapter One. So oh, okay. there's so three other chapters yeah. if you're following along at home. So I oh, have is that I YouTube the rest. It's yeah, I was kind of there too. I I played it all the way through back. I think beginning of the year I got it in November, then took a long break, and then went back and tried to play it through it again, and I just couldn't finish it. A second time. I got through... I think I was on Act 4, Chapter 1 I got through. Where after you, like, ride the cables up. Oh, yeah. That's where I was like, I think I don't need to play this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> For the podcast. Um. So, yeah, I'd like to start with this. Um, Just straight up Act 1. Yeah. So... I, I want them to sponsor us, so I'm not going to tell you at home what I use. But I use a rental service. <laughs> and this rental service sent me this game before Nier, so they made me buy it, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. one day, Your favorite game of the year, Nier. One day, I saw... So, if you follow my Twitter feed, there is a way to map remap the buttons for that game and I think that would be swell I, I think yeah. I'd like that a lot more if I got to, better if I got to remap it and I um, so uh, I got I received that game I played through the first act I I didn't connect with that first act whatsoever for yeah uh, I played through the first act and then I stopped and I just like set it aside I beat Nier, I beat Pikmin, and then I went back to Gears because I knew that this was coming up. Yeah, it's... I like the flashbacks. I like the very beginning part oh, yeah. where you like, go through and it's like, oh, look, it's young Dom. I didn't realize that the first time through, but my second time through. Oh, cool. I was like, oh, that's it's Captain Santiago, and that was Dom's name. And Neat. I was always playing Dom in the first two games because... The way I, it was situated, I was living in Sacramento when it came out, yeah. and I would take the train every couple of weeks down to my friend's house, and, and he lived in Berkeley, which is about an hour and a half away. So I would always be player two, and I always all be Dom, so Dom was my boy. Oh, man. In Gears 1 and Gears 2. Oh. So I have a special, and he's one letter away from my name, so <laughs> I like him even oh, more than that. That's, that's, a, that's a good connection. I didn't think about that. Uh, one thing... That I enjoyed a lot about Gears of War is how they made Carmine an actual character. And well, I think in well, there's like four Car- Carmines. There, because there's a car- there's a Carmine in this game, but you never see him. Oh yeah, I I only saw the um, the cardboard cutout in Act Four. Yeah, the, there was one uh, when you're um, to jump ahead a little bit. Okay. This is a spoiler cast for people who don't know if you're jumping on in episode four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we just break down, deep dive. And, um, yeah, Oscar, the drunk uncle, says, 
oh, Carmine, get on the turret or something like that. And they're like, oh, the turret exploded. Then they don't really like That's mention hilarious. Carmine again. I didn't, I, I didn't catch that at all. I had a fun time explaining the lore of this one to Whitney. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. Like, expl- there's a. L- it's really yeah. good, and the like plot of the overall Gears story, I like, but I don't know if I like. The characters have always been like meatheads, and they kind of fixed that a little bit in this one. But I don't know if I like all any of the new characters. Uh, JD's okay. So, uh, voiced by Spartacus. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, oh. Spartacus V two. Oh man, yeah. From because Andy Whitfield. Andy Whitfield passed away. R.I.P. Um, mm-hmm. So okay, so you start off Act One, and you have um, Dell, Kate, James, or J.D. J.D. and Oscar. Oscar, the drunk uncle. Yes. Yeah, well, the literal hungover drunk uncle. So I think. I, Oscar is voiced. I should have actually looked him up. But if you're a fan of Sons of Anarchy, he is Nero. And he is also in the new amazing Netflix show called The Get Down. Huh. I haven't. Oh, is that Jimmy Smith's? Yeah. It's it's a really. uh, For a Hispanic American, I assume he's American, he has a very white sounding name. Yes, he was also in Rogue One. Yes. And Episode 3. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, Dexter yes. Season 3. Yes. Yeah. I really like that actor. He's really good. He He's a cool guy, yeah. And so he's perfect for this role. As I had no idea that was Jimmy Smith's. Oh, man. Well, I just, like, the get down's really good. And it's just, it's kind of about the, um, the start of the Furious Five. It's Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, so... That's one of the early pioneers of hip hop in the world. Okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah, they kind of they kind of go after because it started with a uh, cool Herc and African Bombada and Grandmaster Flash. Those are sequentially. I'm just gonna nod and say okay. Those are sequentially <laughs> the uh, the pioneers of hip hop. Uh, yeah. So Nero's great. Uh, Jimmy. Is good, yeah. Uh, and, he... and then Dell is so Oscar is like this drunk uncle, Hispanic, giant meathead. Kate, yes. Kate is the. It's. I was trying to figure out like fun ways that we could pop this up on Twitter, and I was like, "What? Square Time talks about some meatheads and some meat ladies." Yeah. Yeah, she's. Not quite a meat lady, but I think that one of the first things you meet, like Kate's doing, that is pretty blatant foreshadowing, is she's looking at a butterfly chrysalis and like talking about, oh, it's so amazing this caterpillar tr- turns into this butterfly, and then la- later you get, oh, it's the knot locust Ooh. coming from cocoons. Ooh, I like that. That's good. And then we have. Uh, James Phoenix, who everybody, JD. who everybody calls JD. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, the three. 
Like, three characters out of the four in this first act, I just don't care for. They just didn't grab me at all. And who is the one you care about out of the four? Ooh, the one that I care about? I think Kate's, like, actually pretty decent. But I've got some issues with her that I will talk about once we get to the placental sacks. Locust oh, sacks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's pretty rough. Yeah, I want to compare these guys, the like three new main characters, to Poe Dameron, Finn, and Rey from The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. It's like you can kind of almost map them similarly because it's another tale of – I've been kind of dubbing this genre as Millennials Rising. Mm, okay. As you could almost call this Gears of War 4 Legacy if you wanted to go like – Super ham-handed route. Yeah, I've got, I've got some notes on that Act Five, after. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, I don't. Everybody's so, everybody's so mean to Baird. Yeah, he does. I, I like people hate on Baird, but I don't hate Baird. Uh, like people just haven't had enough crazy uncles. That's all I can think about is, because I've had some, some pretty, pretty fun uncles. Okay, so, our. Our little band of four need to go into a cog city to get a replicator. Yeah, they like they hang out with this sweet horse called Ugly, and he his his namesake is is pretty fit. He's just a big old horse. Like he's got some weird stuff going on with him. Uh, yeah, I really like. Yeah, uh, there's so oh, I should mention that James, JD, and Dell. They both leave the cog, and they never explain why. Yeah, they're just like, I don't like the cog anymore. Oh, okay. It's like, there's no wars to be fought. The only real kind of negative thing that the cog is shown is when you're in the city, you have the, like, propaganda center where it's, you need to make babies. Yeah. We need to repopulate the world, which is way more interesting than anything else in the story of Gears of War 4 for me. Yep. I, I It's the periphery of the story is more interesting than the actual story and plot of this game, I think. I think that's that's a fair fit. I also really I wish that there was more Jin. Jin is like this the head of Cog. And is she in the other games? I don't remember. I don't I don't think so. Yeah, not because it takes place, I think, 25, 26 years later, after Gears four, 3. Okay, that makes sense. And Judgment, the fourth one, technically yeah. is... That was a prequel. prequel. And that's with Baird. So Baird and, I think, Cole? Cole Train? I don't remember. I never played it. Yeah, I needed to die. Um, it looked... And it was weird. It's like, I had... A, so the reason, I, like, I love Gears of War 1 and 2, I just... I played that game... A lot, and I played it on like a very small monitor. I just like have. Were, a... were you playing uh, campaign or more multiplayer? Multiplayer. Oh uh, my gosh. Multiplayer. That. It's. Um, I was so shit at that multiplayer. I've always been shit at Gears multiplayer. Um, you can never chainsaw. Rule of thumb. No. Uh, yeah, like you have to be. You have to sneak up on somebody, and that's the only way that you can chainsaw. Because whenever you get shot, your chainsaw lowers. And then it's over, because ah. they get that second, that split second. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I, I, this is where this series is where what started the horde mode. That's in every other game. Yes, horde. I have strong memories of being in my friend at Berk in my friend lived in Berkeley's house, and just we we did two man horde mode like local co op. Yeah, and just trying to even beat that on easy, we don't get to like wave thirty and be like, I don't know if it's possible. We played. I don't remember if we played. I don't. It doesn't matter what difficulty for us, but for this this story but we, yeah we had to we did uh i think we did system link 2-2 and oh nice and because we would have we'd have land parties at my house so we would actually we would put like a couple tvs, TVs. in the other room and then a couple tvs in one room yeah nice that was that was the shit uh yeah so for gears war one too like i that's i i love the multiplayer and i played that immensely just countless hours judgment all my buddies got judgment and then i saw that they got rid of the you die and you immediately come back like there's a respawn and i was like i am not interested in this because that game oh so you're more like the like seek or search and destroy from call of Duty, where like you die or or just counter-strike type yeah and i i never i never really played counter-strike and i and I played Search and Destroy for Call of Duty, but Gears of War, I've I've taken out as one person, I've taken out an entire team, and that's one of oh, my shit. my favorite feelings ever. Cause you can stick people with grenades, and uh, pistol is really good. Uh, really? Yeah, it's really cause you I don't I well I mean it's like the silly guy who on Counter Strike where you run faster with a knife. So yeah. It'd be like a pistol, so. It's three pops and you, they're down, or it's they're they're dead, and so you could you could stick somebody, run away, as the pre, as people are running towards you, you pop the last guy with the pistol and then shoot the rest. And so like I've had just really good experiences like that that just paint this game so beautifully. And then when I get into Act One of this you're, game. You're just... I realized that this style of game is so dated. Yes, I want to talk about that too because this generation, I feel gen like the PS4, Xbox One kind of generation has all been about giving the player more movement and more control over how you go about tactics on the battlefield. And this is still that same stop and pop gameplay from 2006. You press A, right trigger, left trigger, locusts go down. Nothing's really changed. Nothing. I feel like I'm driving a boat. Cause like you're holding down A, you're running forward, and you can it's you can't steer, you can't do the sharp, the sharp divides. So I had a tough time with Act One because I had to get back into the system of gameplay. Yeah, I actually had the most fun in Act One and Act Two. Okay. Because that is before you are uh, fighting the locust again. Yeah. And it was a nice change of pace to have these new enemies that you hadn't seen before and you had no context for. You're just, they're just robots and you're killing robots. And that's yep. fun. And there's one thing I like about this game is they hold off on the basic Lancer until about the end of. Like Act Two, almost. Yeah, pretty much. I think until you meet Marcus. Yep. It's the first time you get the Lancer again. Yeah, cog. The cog machines are pretty neat, 
and I I really like that they're like, let us help you. They have like all these really weird voice dialogues that are pretty neat, and just uh, there's just this is the kind of the age of the robot for this last like year of video games. Uh, Very much so. And it's it this is a it's a fun twist on this series, and I I generally did enjoy who we were fighting the opponents I guess I didn't like any of the weapons that they dropped I so this is kind of why I didn't finish it and this is partly my fault because it's me I, ch I was playing on hardcore oh I yeah I I did that my first time through as well because that's their recommended difficulty They're like this is the real gears experience yeah but I got to the dam and was just dying so much that I had to knock it down to easy to beat the game I understand that wholeheartedly. I I got through three, and I realized that I wasn't going to be able to finish this game in time. So I tried. So I got through three, and I was getting told, "Hey, just 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 put it to easy. Just go beat the game. Just just go do that." Yeah. So I finally yeah. took her advice, and I put it on casual for that fourth act so that the dam so yeah. same spot i and uh, i'm just sending it back i i know exactly that spot so there was a torque bow guy on the other side of the hallway i had no there was a drop shot that was behind and i didn't pick it up because i i hate picking up this i don't like any of the new weapons no i hate her is the buzzsaw was that before? The buzz no, that buzzsaw was new. Drop shot was new, and then there's like the DB weapons, and that's about it. Yep, didn't care for any of them. No, not a bit. Uh, I well, I did like the DB sniper rifle where you hold it and you have to wait for the shot to go out, but you never got enough ammo for it, so you just didn't use it that much. Yep, I I would hate to. There's so many times when you have to use the shotgun or the lancer those are the only two weapons you can pick up really in actuality besides the ha hammer burst because no other weapon gets enough ammo to sustain you through a big fight yeah exactly then you're just tossing then you have to go out into cover to try to get something else and playing it on a hardcore those what are we what are they calling it the, the swarm, the swarm. So yeah, once you once you start taking on the swarm, they're just bullet sponges, and they don't. You can tell when other people take damage, but holy cow, those swarms like snatchers or the snatchers and prowlers are the biggest offenders of just bullet sponge. <sighs> like I was playing on normal today, I was going through it. It took 400 lancer bullets to bring down a snatcher. Yep. And your max is like 550, 560. Yeah. It's like too much yeah and then one like if they look at you the wrong way you go down which thankfully in this game you don't just die immediately you can still be brought back up by your ai co uh, companions i was amazed that i even on casual i was still dropping yeah that was it's the weirdest thing because which made it even weirder that they recommended the hardcore difficulty. Oh, for sure. As, like, the way to play. Yeah. And it just, I would have needed five more hours. 
to beat that game on hardcore at least because yeah i think it took me like 15 to 20 hours to get through it my first time yeah i believe it i think mine i was eight by the time i got through three and so i would have been right on track for that because yeah there's just enough there's a number of times when like a snatcher will take you and you'll you'll get suction cupped away and no one will help you yeah, the AI just is like, nah. They don't. And just to address this, we just, our schedules hadn't lined up, so we couldn't play co-op together. Exactly. Which I think we could have probably handled it better on Hardcore if we were yes. duo. Actually together. Yeah, I've been on a really big dig site again. So, so Act 1, Jin shows up and she yells at you for leaving COG. And she's like just, yeah. in this robot with some sort of face mask. It's like a f yeah face projected onto like a mirror type thing. Yep, she's just facetiming you basically with the robot. Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I would do that for work. Yeah, I can shift sh shift screens like that. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Um, so you have to go get Marcus Phoenix for help. And I well I love yeah, the well, fact we skipped an important part. Oh, go on. When the swarm attack the village. Oh yeah, Duh. and kill all your friends. Duh. My bad. <laughs> I I I was writing down my summary today, and I actually skipped that part as well. Yeah, like, because it's my not many notes. My notes just skipped this section completely. So, uh, you're with the resistance group as like Dell and I forget JD. like what outsiders are in this society. It's been so long. Like, they're a big thing in 3. Yeah, there's, like, the stadium group. Yeah. Because I played up till like, the stadium. Because I like that whole Cole thing where he's he's got his um, Heisman-style trophy or oh, statue. Yeah. Jeez, I'm just having these flashbacks. I haven't thought about Gears 3 in a while. That was, like... I like that game because it kind of put a pin in the story. Oh, yeah. You didn't really need any more. No, no, no. This is... Like, the story was done. There was weird questions about the Locust Queen, but, uh Yeah. Like, I didn't really care that much that she looked human. It was something about JD's dad was... Whatever. Yep. And I... I This is kind of... We almost thought about doing a... Four... A fourth game podcast just for this, because we, we almost wanted to talk about Mass Effect, Gears of War 4, and Halo 4. All in, and, and Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four. And uh, and I also wanted to bring up Jurassic World. Oh yeah, that's a good one. And so it's been kind of a trend. Yeah, and they just uh, just brands that have too much life in them, and people just squeeze them for every bit of creative juice they possibly can. It's pretty. It's so this just feels exactly like it. It just they're going back to the well, and it's a little tough. So yeah, they didn't. I don't think anyone was screaming for a Gears of War 4 because originally the studio was going to, before they were called the Coalition, it was going to, Coalition, it was going to be called Black Tusk and they were making this weird, like, spy game. Oh, okay. But that got canceled by Microsoft in favor of Gears of War 4 because they thought there'd be more money in it. But that's also one of the failings with Microsoft this generation is they've haven't brought any new ideas to 
this generation. Like last generation, we had gears. We had Forza had kind of been established, but really came into its own last generation. And then this time, they're just they're bringing back Halo, bringing back gears. There's still Forza. There's a uh, what's that rare pirate game? Age of Booty? No, not Age of Booty. Oh, uh, um, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. And then they canceled Scalebound. Yeah, like the first IP that they've gotten in a while. Yeah, so, well, if you kind of look at the Sony side, you get Horizon. Near. They're kind of doing the sort of near. near. He's kind of near-ish. Yeah. And then they they are bringing back God of War. So, but that looks way more interesting. That's like the other bearded dad game that was at E3 last year. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of yeah, <laughs> bearded dads, man. Uh, speaking of bearded dads, Marcus Phoenix and yes. his war against the sleeves. Him. Welcome home, James. How'd you know we were here? Huh. That's new. Not that new. Dad, we need your help. I'm all done helping you. But this time I'm not running from the cog. Dell, you win this too? Wasty. <sighs> you were supposed to keep him out of trouble. Now you know that's not possible. <sighs> I'd introduce myself, but you'll be leaving soon. Jenny's showing. Show me what? Our village was attacked. And my mother was taken. Taken? Along with all our friends. Dad, you should look at this. No, you look. I warned you not to join the COG. What did you do? Dad, I told you. Don't go outside. The COG will hunt you down again. What did you do? Just shut up and look. Shit. It, he's always had sleeves, though. Not this time. He, this time he had sleeves. What? Yeah. Okay. How? He never. Before he never. I, I'm pretty sure in Gears of War three he had sleeves. When was it in prison or something? No. Well, Gears three. I want to say he had sleeves the entire time. I've seen some cutscenes that beg to differ. <laughs> uh, maybe it was two that he had the sleeves. I don't remember. I can dig it. It's been a very long time. Yeah, so it's it's this thing that there's it's going back to the well. It's that's kind of what we're trying to get with that. And in Act Two, they go back and to try to get Marcus Phoenix, which was my favorite act of. The yes, game. that my favorite thing in this game is that Marcus is gearing up. He's got all his armor. He's got his lancer. Then Dell's like. Pulling out out of nowhere, out of like under his glove, he pulls out a do rag. <laughs> He's like, "You're gonna need this, Marcus." It's like, why did Dell have that do rag <laughs> in his like under his glove? He just already had the quintessential Marcus Phoenix do rag. It's the same do rag because as his logo. Maybe there's only like one do rag manufacturer on Sarah. There's. There's gotta, they have to be like legendary souvenirs at this point. Where I bet I could see that happening. Like, get by Hero Marcus's do rag, <laughs> get it for your kids. Get it for your kids. You're forced to 
forced to have. Oh yeah, it's too good. And his reveal in this is so good. And I want to know, like, so my issues with this game is there's so many untapped resources for story. Because there's yes, this yes. whole issue with JD and Marcus where they're just kind of there's a love estranged. lost. Yeah, estranged. It's a good word. Like I don't remember what happened. Like Anya died of cancer off screen, but you never see that. Nope. Anya's just gone. Then like they give Kate Anya's armor. Like take care of that. We're never gonna address it again. But take care of it. Yeah, that's that's my wife's or that's or yeah. He doesn't say it's his wife's, but uh, JD says that that's my mom's armor. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that is addressed about Anya, and then Anya. they then. Marcus makes some alludes to the fact that she is passed, and I, there's no there's no mention of like why. Oh yeah, they like blow up all of the house in Act Two, and he's like, "There's all these helicopters coming to get you." So it's on. Those helicopters killed me so many times on hardcore. Oh, uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't get me too bad that time. I got I got stuck with the pouncers. That's what really got me. Oh, those. They're just so much bolt. They're so bolt spongy. Yeah, and yeah, there's no like at least on the helicopters you can see when they were taking damage and the the yeah. different prop engines would actually explode. And I actually have Bandana Felix on here. That's too good. Because it's the best moment, and it's because then Marcus immediately knows where to go after you meet him. He's like, "Oh, we need to go to the Locust Graveyard because." I don't know. You said you saw Locust. Yeah, and uh, maybe, like, that's... Well, the last time I saw Locust was in the graveyard over here. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. You got, you have the big battle with the plane. That, I kind of like that. Oh, yeah, with the the motorcycle? That that was... Yeah, you're, like, escaping on the motorcycles. There's a kind of... There's some a... neat set pieces in this, like the, the cable ride, the motorcycle section... Uh, the giant robot section that you didn't play. The giant robot section that I did not play, and uh, the other mech things, because Halo Four uses yeah, mechs too. So. Yeah, and then you get the alien loader, alien aliens loader loader. You get to play with that in Act Four a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, there's really good set pieces, and what I do do like about the campaign is that it brought in the horde mode. Yeah, that those campaign. were. Those were some fun sections. I like those. I got whooped on that or Derek. The or oh, oh the thing going down. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that one was on normal. I think I just had more fun going through it a second time on normal because you just I didn't have to worry about dying as much and like those insta kills that were on hardcore are just a little much. Yeah. Anything with the torque bow cuz there's at that point, they've already shown what the torque bow is, and at least each round towards the end of that section have a good six torque bow users, and one pop and you're dead. I basically I put barbed wire everywhere around the platform in front of me, and I just sat in the back next to the replicator, and that's all I did. I put a bunch of like, did like two arter turrets facing each direction, like the three ways they can come in. Oh yeah. And that worked pretty well. Okay. Uh, but so the oh, environment. We... Let's talk about that because that's a big thing. The environment. Oh yeah. So for some reason, which is a 
great way to address stories in games. For some reason, climate change happened, or I don't know. They but they kind of address it, but they say like, oh well, it's here's the propaganda from this era that said it was this, and this is the propaganda from this age that says this. So it's kind of like it's it's a crap rationale. It's it's like oh we we mess with geothermal technology too much or we called the hammer of dawn too much cuz there is like these lightning storms to drop down yeah the it's always gears of war has always at least for me kind of been like a cautionary tale on the war for oil mm. oh yeah because in the first the pendulum wars are all about getting all the resources and then you they br- drain sarah their their earth dry and then that's when the locusts come attack so metaphor for the planet taking revenge on the humans for taking too much oil or whatnot. Now it's, oh, the Earth is rebelling because we didn't take care of it, which is like kind of a climate change metaphor, but they haven't really done anything with it yet. No, and one thing that's kind of neat about this game is it's greener because it's like 20, 25 years. There is more colors, yeah. So it was nice to see something beyond just the gray, black, brown that it was before. But I feel as the game goes on, it gets back to those same color palette because you're going through at night, and it just it's that same just kind of gray brown washed out look. Yeah. But w- with the red of the the swarm, I'm saying that in quotation marks. <laughs> uh, so Act Two is neat because of the whole Marcus thing. And the back and forth between JD and Marcus. And they do, so they use the same guitar riff to signify that everything's cleared. And then Marcus is like, The stinger, yeah. It's like, Marcus is like, Oh, are you guys sure about that? And then there'll be two more people. And, like, and then he'll say, Now it's clear. And then it will play. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice touch. I really liked that Marcus was so concerned about his goddamn tomatoes. Yeah. Like, God, not my tomatoes. Oh my gosh, that act is is the best, quite literally. Yeah, because you get, they, I think they gave more character to Marcus in that act than the last three games. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because before he's always been kind of the player surrogate. He's the oh come on, damn it! Fucking tomatoes, they fuck my tomatoes up. God damn it! John DiMaggio, <laughs> <laughs> voice of Bender. Exactly. So. And that, this is the part where you kind of start seeing, and th- you move on out of the mansion and into Act 3. And in this section, you're moving through a fort and dealing with windstorms. And you finally see these sacks, these pods, that they call them. And yeah, they like take a chainsaw to one and just like a bunch of human bones fly out. So Just goop out. I figured that other monsters and the swarm would come out so I just started popping all of them yeah and they'll yell at you really if you pop a lot (laughs) and I think I don't know why like so when you press LB it'll it'll show you a star of where you're supposed to go it'll give you Detective vision. Yeah, yeah, detective vision from Batman. Uh, 
shout out to Batman. If you haven't seen Batman and Bill on Hulu or other streaming services, it's real good. It talks about Bill Finger. I'll need to watch that. It's super good. It. It's, uh, it's too emotional for me. I'm a very big <laughs> Batman fan. Yeah, we're two couple Batman Bat Batmanists. Exactly. So, Bat or Batman gets captured. No, Marcus gets captured by this snatcher. Dude, I wish it was Batman. I wish it was Batman too. It's got a gruff. Vo he's got a gruff voice. So, Marcus Phoenix as Batman. <laughs> uh, Marcus gets captured by what they call later a snatcher, and there's a good joke that's the Cummins that happens later on. It's pretty good. I kind of like how they're just, like, coming up with the random names for all the enemies they, they encounter. They're like, oh, these are just, uh, we got juvies here. We got drones. I guess we'll call this one a prowler. Yeah, I thought that's like, I thought it was a good way to describe future speak where yeah. they're, they're finding these people for the first time. They name them and they just roll with it. There's no... And I wish that there was, but Marcus makes good on it because later on there's like, oh, there's a snatcher. And he's like, oh, what? Yeah, I just played through that part. Are yeah, you serious? Like... That's what you're calling it? That was, that helped because the entire time. They just call it once and they're like, okay, that's what that is now. I, yeah, I, I didn't like, I didn't like the names, but I do like the creativity and the quick thinking of these names and everybody rolls with it it's just it's it's kind of funny in its own right which makes the i wish marcus joke later on way better i wish they did something like, like all right kate i named the last one it's your turn now oh yeah <laughs> something like that that would have been good that would have been a lot better um so then you meet the prowlers they suck yeah they they take too much damage they they shoot out quills and they jump on you or they're pouncers excuse me yeah and then they'll pounce on yeah, you pouncer. you have to shoot them off of your teammates and they have to shoot off of you on hardcore they are just straight up bullet sponges and they just even on normal they are yeah then you go you're going into this fort you because it's the locust grave site then yeah it's yeah. up at the top which I didn't really well, it's you have to go yeah, up to the, the, the fort and then down to the ore. Yeah, you have to take, go like go up the funicular. I remember that word they used. <laughs> yeah, Dell. That was that's something that bugged the crap out of me. Is they use Dell like coal? He's like a lesser coal. Like all the characters in this game have like every character in the Gears One trilogy was. A character up to like going 10 10 out of 10 on their weird character quirks and this is like seven or six out of ten on weird character quirks like the weirdest thing you get out of Dell is he always chooses paper and rock paper scissors they like reference that once or twice yeah it, I so that's that's kind of what he he brings up the fact that vernacular is a word because they're using they're in this tram and this in this section Kate's not really sulking. Her mom was one of the people that got taken away during the village scene w with the resistance. Her mom's kind of the MacGuffin of this game. So Oscar gets taken too, so it's her uncle 
So her family is taken, her village and all the people that she loves and cares about is gone. And this is like the first quiet moment quiet moment they've had. Yeah. So this is this short little tram ride. So they are trying to make it go forward. JD shoots the chains and it shoots the tram forward. Dell brings up the word what vernacular is. And it, he's like, it's a word. Look it up. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe Dell's like the smart character. Right after. You want to play rock, paper, scissors? And then, yeah. JD calls him out on, like, always picking paper, and then he picks paper. <laughs> yeah, why not? this? If you really don't want to go first into this swarm lair, that's, like, the one time where you're like, okay, well, I'm just okay with losing all these times, but I'm going to throw a rock down, and I'm yeah, going to win yeah. this time, so I don't have to go first. Oh, we should mention Marcus gets captured at some point before that. Oh, I did. That was the Batman oh, joke. Okay. Oh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. It, this game has a forgettable story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not too much spoilers. Uh, so then this, you kind of get some, you get more of, I like the long shot better, uh, personally. Uh, with multiplayer, I, probably other people figured this out with campaign, but for multiplayer, it's really easy to get a headshot with the long shot or with any sniper, even when they're like s- sitting behind cover. Yeah, this game does have... This whole series has some of the best, most satisfying headshots. Oh, yeah. And gibs, jibs, whatever you want us to call it. It's just a very juicy game when it comes to that. Always has been. This next section was kind of where everything started clicking again. Because you're killing more drones as you get further into this section. The drones are just the normal locusts. And I felt... I felt way better about it than taking out any swarm member. And a lot of the swarm members are very reminiscent of Doom. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. But not as fun because you don't have the movement. Yeah. To, like, the, that, that, this game you like all about cover and being in cover. But then they just jump on your cover and knock you out of it. And then you have to be out of cover when you fight them. And they climb up walls so when you think that they're going to come from one way they'll come they'll just come up behind you and they all just gang up so I just I was like blind firing with the lancer blind firing with the shotgun and that's how I that's the only way that you can do it and there's a really really rough thing that Gears of War 2 had where I, I you might have been able to do it in one but I didn't see it enough to for it to drill into my memory banks you could roll with the shotgun and shoot at the same time, and you could get an instant headshot in multiplayer. I think, I think that's why I died a lot and kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's it's messed up. But I never was able to. Uh, maybe not never, but I I never became adept at it. It's it's kind of like quick scoping in Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some people just get really great at that stuff. And then ruin the game for everyone else. Yep. Yeah, it's it's all part of trying to adapt, I guess, on that one. But it's so messed up. Yeah. So, you go down this ore transport. There's another horde mode. 
you go deeper into the hive. You kind of you. <laughs> you learn what? that the scions are like. Oh, but we have to talk about who, like, because he technically kind of make you think that he's not alive. alive. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, I thought they were gonna Han Solo him. I thought I was hoping that they would. I was like, that would be really cool, yeah, but I hope they don't because Marcus is really good. Yeah, Marcus is really good in this game, but it's also that's a reason to kill him off is you feel that pain more. Yep. But when and they don't, they don't do Han Solo, and you cut open the sack. He falls out. They make this really dramatic, dramatic scene. Yeah, like his eyes are open. Come on, Dad. Dad! Dad! Damn it! Come on! Come on! Come on! God damn it! Wait, damn it! Get, get up! Jitty. Damn it! Stop. Get up! Come Jitty. on, Dad! Get up! Come Jitty, on! Stop! You gotta let him go. He's gone. His eyes are open. He and he starts like coughing up stuff. Like they think he's dead. I'm like, oh wow, they actually killed him. In a That's like killing Master Chief almost. Yeah. Which I wish they. Which I, I wish they would have done that too. I wish they would have just done it with any other Spartan. They could have done Kelly. They could have done Linda. Yeah. As someone who's read the Halo books, <laughs> it would be sweet. It would it would make it cooler. And come on, hashtag fem feminism. Yeah. So you learn, yeah, you can, let's go with the what Marcus tells you. Yeah, you find out that there's scions who are kind of controlling the rest of the swarm, and they are kind of like priests in other games where they give everyone else health boosts and make them do more damage. Those are the original locusts that didn't die, and then everyone else is just people they've stolen from communities, and they put them in the pods, and they turn into juvies. Then the juvies go into the not emergence holes. I forget what they're called, and they become drones. Yeah, they're. Let's just call them emergence holes because that's uh, you can't rebrand something when it's the same thing. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, I wish they had done more. Like, I wish they hadn't brought back emergence holes. I wish they hadn't just brought back basic locusts and the swarmac. It's a the brumac. I've fought those before. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh man, there's just there's so much there's so much here that could have been. Yeah, this. Uh, you find out that the entire village that Kate was with is dead, and Marcus had no connection with Oscar. 
but he knew that what was her name? Kate's mom. Kate's mom, but it's like Alana or no? It is Raina. Raina. Like she's being treated and, differently. Yeah. And so he tries to explain something, but Kate's like, "Let's go!" And I was like, "Ah, yeah. there's something bad there." Yeah, and then he like she's being treated differently, and then they like go out of the hole in this big, huge sequence where you're like riding these cables up, like the elevator cables from the oil oil derrick or whatever it is. Then he's same like physics that they use for the tram. Yeah, and then. Marcus is like, oh, let me call my friend. And Kate's like, no, we have to go get my mom. And then Marcus is like, but this next grave site's twice as big. It's like, oh, great. I think what really, it started to wear on me because every single section was the same kind of set piece, or like same kind of action. Like it, it oh, didn't yeah. really change that much besides the new weapons. Like it's still... Press A, left trigger, right trigger. Oh, go back down, re- restore your health. Left trigger, right trigger. Yeah, it's just, it's, it wasn't. It's not the new and fresh that it was when the Xbox 360 first came out. Because this is a, f- it really isn't. Yeah, I remember the first time I played Gears One. My friend and I were like, we cannot tell what is real life and what is Gears One. Which is kind of like laughable now, when you go back and look at that like Gears One. If you like, haven't looked, it doesn't look. It hasn't aged well. Oh man, I kind of want to now. That sounds great because I thought the same thing. That was like one of the better looking first Xbox 360 games. That was kind of the game that started the 360 PS3 generation. Like, kicked it off as here's this new IP. Here's this new sensation for yeah Cliffy B really knocked it out of the park yes so act 4 we go to the dam and during this section this is when I dropped it from hardcore to casual to try to finish it and it's and this is the thing that kind of just got this is what wore me on and I totally get like what you're saying about the set pieces in action that I was like totally okay with but it's like go flip on a switch go over here and i understand that that's very much the fps way for campaigns gears of war is a little more egregious because it's incredibly linear and you're using the same two guns pretty much the entire time there's no like you could change it up but it's still like machine gun or shotgun or sniper rifle and those are your only choices and you get the big guns but you get those for about 30 seconds you can fire them before they run out of ammo yeah the the rail not the rail gun but the chain chain gun it heats up uh, taking out the jubies is rough because by the time you get set up they're, they're popping over yeah you can't the cover that's why I just hold B and hope for the best and just chainsaw yep that's exactly it um yeah i i was using the hammer burst i like i'm a fan of the pistol but that was because i was on hardcore but yeah. i really like that the blow lock Bulltalk. the blum lock 
yeah, both. Uh, that's my. That's probably my, one of my favorite guns in any of these games, just because get good sh headshots. Yep, more yeah, satisfying, satisfying headshots. And you find a new Doom style monster. He looks like the gorilla. Oh yeah, that thing. I hated that thing in, on hard, hardcore. Because yeah. you, yeah, you they have got... to. You only can kill it when it's like opening its chest. Oh, I hated that. Thing. And it's a second, and when he's opening his chest, he's also firing too. So it's this small, small window to try to take him and out. And I feel like the clip size, even though it's like 50 bullets on the Lancer, isn't quite enough for that. You have to like time your reloads. Yeah, and I was terrible at reloading again because the active reload system I always, is really neat. But I'm surprised more games haven't stolen it. To be honest, it's been around for I think 11 be, years. I think there's a lot of g games that would benefit from such a system. You have this, and this is another thing that kind of doesn't talk about, and this is the only thing I really have to say about the dam because that's just you take on this one big just action set piece, and not much happens. Yeah, you take out the speaker and the. The Swarm, Blalock, the Warmack. Oh, the Swarmack? Swarmack, yeah. You take on the speaker and the Swarmack, and then Kate curb stomps him. And I had to explain to Wit that this is the game that popularized curb stopping. The, yeah, curb stopping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, not Dom, but um, Marcus has PTSD in this section. Oh, yeah. I, I, He's just like, oh, we we left people behind here, and they didn't survive. Yeah, it was like, was it like one of the cleanup operations, something like that? I think it was when you were turning on the, the wheel for the first time. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I haven't played this part in a while because I got up. No worries. No worries whatsoever. And yeah, they don't make good on it. There's no, and I don't remember if that was in any other gears. No, I don't remember. We I don't remember ever leaving somebody behind in any other gears. No, I think this was like in between gears three and gears four, because uh, I okay. remember like thinking, "Oh, this dam. Maybe we played through that. That'd be a cool kind of callback to go back to this dam." I looked it up, and it was this dam had only shown up in gears four. Okay, yeah. Again, doesn't make good on it. So, move from Act 4 to 5. You're on top of the dam because you were on top of the fort before. You're looking down into the hive because you always have to go to a vantage point before you can go inside anything. Yeah, obviously. Gotta get reconnaissance. Know your enemy, right? Climb the tower. Climb the tower. <laughs> uh, so, Marcus finally makes one last pull with JD and I think Dell even helps to try to make Katie go to this satellite relay yeah, to, to ask for help. Yeah, to get bared. And cool. So you fight through another another string of it and watching another cuz I played through objective or er, chapter 1 and I was in a little bit of 2. And this is when I, it was too late at night. I was not going to make it whatsoever. 
to do this podcast. And that's when I stopped. And I think two more chapters after that, it's just the same. It's, yeah. That's the problem with this game. It's just so much of the same. They don't change it up that, like, enough. I think I've, I've been saying that all podcast, but it's still super valid. And here's where they change it up. They give you a giant 90-foot robot that you have the same controls with. Yes, you are still taking cover, but it's behind houses. Oh, yeah, and so you take on a Swarmak, yeah, you, and then you go and take on this giant boss. Yeah, it's kind of cool, and then you have, like, a helicopter blade shield, and then you, like, attack him with the helicopter blade, like, attached to your arm. But it's just this random creature you don't really have any connection to, and then you go find Reyna, and she... They don't even name the monster? I looked it up on Gearsopedia, the Gear Wikia, and they just call it Monster, like New Swarm Monster. Ah. Uh, they name everything else. They need to name it more, and... Baird and Cole are still cool, and I like that Baird married Sam. Yes. Or qu- quasi married Sam. Special lady friend. Yeah, that was cool. Like it was cool seeing them, but it's also like, of course they were gonna be in this. Like who who are his friends? He's gonna call, but it was a nice callback, and it was like also if you find out that Baird was helping you in the Cog City for some reason. I don't remember why. Yep, just, I like, think he's just like out, keeping you alive. Yeah. Because you Something left the like cog. That. Because. Yeah, and it's, and I get like why they left some strings untangled, so or some strings loose, so that you would want to play Gears Five theoretically. Yeah. But. Uh, like, I just don't know. If you look at, so this is supposed to set up a new trilogy. You look at, um, well, look at Force Awakens. And then, kind of Jurassic World, as they accomplish something, something happens. Like Force Awakens, they blow up Death Star 2.0. Jurassic World, the park, they fix the park. Gears 4, the ending, was one of the most frustrating cliffhangers I ever, like non cliffhangers, I've ever had. So, Reyna dies, and then she gives Kate her necklace up. You want to? So it's it they're trying to recreate Minerva, yeah. like the 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 queen from the Locust, and it looks like Reyna is becoming. They're trying to transform her into Minerva. Yeah, and then the necklace turns around. You like, oh, it's my family's necklace. It turns around. It's the Locust symbol. Credits. And that's it. <laughs> yep. It's nothing was really like. You didn't stop them in the swarm in any way, like nothing there's no sense of closure at all it's just play the next game like gears one at least you uh you set off the light bomb and you like set back the locust yeah halo one you destroy halo you you, like accomplish something and this one's the swarm are here and they're turning hundreds of people into swarm like you think they would notice hundreds and hundreds of people being taken because you kill at least a couple hundred locusts not swarm 
at least and Jin knows nothing about it she shows up in the last act and like demands answers and says that we should go back to the cog city for some reason but she doesn't make it on her threat and she her robot gets killed by the swarm but there's no like oh yeah we'll send you guys so that we can help you like I legitimately right after that section I walked out expecting them to be like oh they're helping us and then they just start shooting me and I was like what why yeah there's like a I don't know it's this game but we do have to bring up one end of credit oh yeah the after credit scenes Jimmy Smith is back Oscar still alive (laughs) he's just like claws his way out he's like where's everybody (laughs) and I was like this game it's like this is okay I don't really care about that character because he was in maybe an hour of the game if that (laughs) it's like you haven't really endeared me to him besides I know he's hungover and he's kind of funny well they're making good on Dizzy yeah because Dizzy was like didn't he wasn't he supposed to die in one and then he's just alive in three yeah, it, this, is that the same guy? Because I, I, I saw I, that through the cutscenes, and I was like, "Well, I don't have enough time to go look up who Gears of War one <laughs> cowboy hat guy is." I, Dizzy was still the same person. I thought Dizzy was from two. Oh, okay, then that might be it. Yeah, but but it looked. I thought it was the same person. He is. So. Dizzy is in three, along with Ice Cube. Ice Cube's a main oh, character. Because yeah, he's Jace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a game. Gears Three was pretty what good. I liked the, I liked the uh, aircraft carrier setting. Oh yeah, that was cool, because they're like kind of just Sinto got killed. Like, so much happened in the first Gears, and then you compare it to this one, it's like, you look at the plot of this game. It's Cog is bad now. The swarm is here. People get captured. Go rescue people. Go get Marcus. Rescue Marcus. Rescue mom. Mom dies. That's the plot that's what happens in this game wow <laughs> are you looking up yeah, dizzy right now i'm looking up dizzy yeah i have to know if it's the same one that's yeah but that's pretty much it yeah like yeah he's not he's not it's not the same person. oh okay misremembering sad it's been, what, six years since Gears 3 came out? It was 2011. Yeah, That's I just didn't know who if he was in the first one. If that was the same one, that was the only thing. Ah. Because I was kind of hoping that he... Survived. Yeah, because he's so cool. He's the one that does like the dueling chainsaws in the very beginning, and you're like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> I don't think they had that one in the first no. one. Or if they did... Chainsaw Duels was in 2. Because two. 2's yeah. like... Tagline like one was stop and pop, two was like flip and rip, because you could like flip the chainsaw upside down and then like go up go. through the head. <laughs> oh yeah! If you're behind someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a good series. It, I understand the coalition probably they were kind of contracted to make this game. Totally. They were formed. They're they're another three four three i. They're like yeah, Microsoft cool. just has 
Now they have the Halo Studio and the Gear Studio. That's what they're going to yep. do. And Without Cliffy B, he's moving on to Lawbreakers. Then you have Rob Ferguson, who was a big influence on the first Gears. He was like an EP. On oh, okay. But, yeah, let's see. I don't know if I have anything else to say. That's it for the Square Time Podcast, Episode 4, Gears of War 4. Um, you can, Again, you can catch us up on Twitter, Square Time Pod. At, at Square Time Pod. And then I am Tom Buell. I am at the Time Waffle. Uh, Nick Finley at Nikolai. And uh, send emails. To emails if you have any questions, want to correct us on anything. Uh, Square Time Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And All one word. Corrections will probably, we'll just. We might just add them into your later because we'll eventually get on iTunes and Stitcher and stuff. So, excuse me. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Nick. And this is the Square Time Podcast. And this is a credit sequence. Editing was conducted by Tom Buell and Nick Finley. Sound editing was done by Nick Finley. Music by Kalita Bibi at Dinner Time on SoundCloud. <laughs>